Hello and welcome to another episode of Rated M for McPhail. I'm Erin. I'm Audrey. And this week we will be finishing our Indiana Jones series for now and talk about the uh, 2008 film Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <sighs> yeah, you say woo, I say sigh. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of feelings about this one. <laughs> So it's fine. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I I feel like I came into this um, under the best of all possible circumstances, having A, none of the hype and the 20 years of like waiting for this movie to come out, and B, having heard how terrible it is. So my expectations were like, you know, rock bottom going into this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was fine. Like, yeah. it was it was better than I thought it would be. So. Yeah. Where does it rank for you in in terms of like like what would be your Indiana Jones ranking of the movies? Um, probably Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then this, and then Temple of Doom. Wow, hot <laughs> yeah. take, controversial. That is controversial, <laughs> especially because my ranking is like. See, I was explaining one. Yeah, I was explaining this to one of my coworkers, and I was like, "Look, I I know that Raiders is a flat out better film than Temple of Doom, but I think Temple of Doom is a better Indiana Jones movie. So I think my Indiana Jones ranking is Temple of Doom, Raiders, Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. Which is not to say like I love Last Crusade. There, it's all mm. very close. Like it's all like by a hair difference. Uh, except for yeah. except for this one, this one is a significant drop off for me. Yeah, I mean, I think Temple of Doom for me was the hardest to get through. Yeah, that makes like, sense. That track. This one maybe like quality wise, like some of the decision making in terms of the story were not <laughs> stellar, but uh, the pacing, I felt like I got through the movie quicker, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't have to stop this every half an hour and kind of like regroup and like force myself to keep watching, <laughs> like I did with Temple of Doom a little bit. That's fair, but, and I yeah, I mean, I'm so like. It's like soothing to me because I've seen it so many times and like I, there are certain parts that I like more than others in terms of Temple of Doom. This one I'm just like there are parts that I are just it was hard for me to watch this all in one sitting. So huh. okay. it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so let me just I'll give you a little setup of what this was like. See, I went to see this midnight showing when it came out with like a bunch of my friends <laughs> and my mom and stepdad and uh I was, like, so excited. Like, when I had the Vanity Fair, like, cover. I think I still have the cover, but I had the magazine with, like, it was, like, Indy, Shia LaBeouf, and I forget who else. I, maybe it was Marion or maybe it was Spielberg. But they were all on the cover, and it was, like, very brown, and, like, all the pictures were so beautiful, and I was, like, so hype. And I, I watched the trailer, like, a million times, and that shot from the in the beginning when, like, the hat is on the ground in the dirt by the truck, and then he picks mm. it up is, like, oh, I was, like, getting so hyped for that. Um, yeah, and then I saw the movie. I saw it, I think, a couple times in theaters. Because I don't think I, 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 I was disappointed. <laughs> like, I was very sad. But I was like, okay, well, it's more Indiana Jones, so it's fine. And then upon, like, re-watching it, like, we had it on DVD, I would just re-watch it, but just be so sad. And, like, it just, ugh. Like, right, when, like, the rewatching time in, like, high school, like, right, like, a few years after it came out, that's when I think I, like, hated it the most. And then I didn't watch it for a while, and I obviously would still rewatch the other ones. And then the past couple of times I've 
rewatched it or tried to rewatch it, I'm like, okay, you know, I get into it. The beginning starts. It's like, you know, the nuclear test stuff. I'm like, okay, well, this is pretty good. This is pretty cool. And then he, you know, he goes back to school and try the love shop. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. But then when it's like, like then when it's like mind stuff and like, you know, aliens, <laughs> aliens yeah. exist. And it just like all of a sudden becomes this like, because all of the Indiana Jones movies have like kind of like a little hint of like, well, like God exists and the supernatural exists, but it's not like overpowering and it's not like science fiction, like interdimensional being. This is what it is. And this was just like zero to a hundred. Like aliens exist. We're looking for alien shit. Um, but also Indiana Jones. So yeah. Well, let that be a lesson to you that expectations are garbage and things will always hurt you. Yeah. Like, things that you love will always hurt well, you. true. I mean, Force Awakens didn't hurt me, but... <laughs> yet. Star Wars hasn't hurt you yet. I mean, I, yeah, because I really wasn't hurt by the prequels because I was so young that I was like, all right. You're just like, okay. Um, these are for kids. Yeah. These are for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jar Jar, he's hilarious. He's like a funny, goofy guy. Hayden Christensen, what a babe. Like, a guy going to the dark side because of the woman he loves? Like, that sounds perfect. That sounds great. He hates sand. I hate I, sand. Yeah, relatable. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. We always have to do a quick Star Wars aside. Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of EW covers that are going to be out this week. Oh, yeah. So a bunch yeah. of articles. So I'm, like, getting hype. Um, we yeah, just watched. It's going to be exciting. We just watched Rogue One and A New Hope in our rewatch. And I, like, when we finished Rogue One, I, like, stood up. And when the credits were rolling and it was the theme and I started doing that. Have you seen that video of the, like, little, like, the, like, little younger girl who it's, like, when the office theme comes on and she's, like, dressed like Dwight and she starts just, like, going really hard? <laughs> I haven't seen that, uh, but it sounds awesome. I'll send it to you, but that's literally what I was doing to, like, get to A New Hope. Because I was like, ooh, we're in the good stuff now. I mean, not that Rogue One isn't good, but, like... You know what I mean. I saw that one of your friends on Twitter hadn't seen any of them, and I was sort oh, of, like, a little mad at her. Yeah. She she came to my Halloween party dressed as me, so she wore <laughs> a Star Wars t-shirt and, like, jeans and brought, like, a porg. <laughs> it's like, I'm you, yep. get it? And I was like, the, uh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that's about right. Um, yeah, I can't believe that. It's hard to believe. Like, And it's also, like, when I was watching A New Hope, I was like, what was it like for people to see this, like, at the time? Like, how did this not just, You need to watch it with her and just stare at her the entire time. Yeah, Just, like, gauging her reactions on everything. Yeah, and my roommate kept yelling at me because I was just, like, saying the lines with the movie. Surprise, (laughs) surprise. She was like, you have to stop. It's every line. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) It's just the best. It's just the best. And then I had this horrible thought that, like, what if the young Han Solo movie... Like, you know how Rogue One ends, like, seconds before A New Hope? Yeah. What if the young Han Solo movie ends with, like, him going into the cantina? Uh. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we, let's let's get a drink, Chewy, And it's just, like, them walking in and, like, Obi-Wan and Luke are at the bar. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like, what if all the, like, Star Wars stories are just, like, Road to A New Hope? It's just, like, all the, like, different <laughs> backstories. <laughs> I mean, I'd be into it. Yeah. I mean, I really hope that's not what it is, but if it was that, I would kind of laugh. Yeah, I would kind of, like, I would think about it, and I'd be like, hmm, I don't know, and then I'd be like, no, this is fine. I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, Star Wars is good. Back to Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like that you pointed out to me in one of the other, when we were watching the other ones, about the Paramount logos. Yes, yes. Trans- because... 
This is just a mound of dirt, and then a groundhog pops out of it. Yeah, and I hate the animals in this movie. Like without every single one, every single one of them is terrible. It is like like without exception. He like Spielberg took all of like there's stuff in here where it's like you're watching an Indiana Jones movie. This is Indiana Jones, and then I guess somebody must have been like. Well, yeah, you use a lot of, like, live animals in, in your other movies. Do you want to, like, put animals in this one? But it's, like, who who watches Indiana Jones and is, like, you know what was cool about that? Like, the monkey or, like, the bugs. Yeah. No one. Literally yeah, like, no one. But there's so many in this movie. <laughs> it's it's really bad. And they're, they're not... They're not all like practical effects too, uh, and that nope. was like if you if you liked the old ones, then it was kind kind of like oh, there's like these really cool bugs that are like actually moving around, and it's it's like you can kind of appreciate the work that went into it. And with this, it's just like ham-fisted CGI, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's also I feel like a lot of movies around this time, or even like mid two thousands, where it's like CGI became just like ubiquitous. It looks yeah. like so dated now, and it looks so clearly CG. When I guess at the time it looked good, like I don't remember being like, "Oh, this is dumb." I mean, the monkeys. I think I was like, "Well, that's clearly dumb in CGI." But like uh, now, just everything rubbed me the wrong way this time around. <laughs> it's just frustrating because it's like you didn't need to do this, but you did it because it was like the cool new thing to do. And now the movie is that part of it is so dated because you needed to use the fancy new technology. Like, you just felt like you right. needed it. And, and like, a lot of instances, I kind of figured out, at least that this is how I'm looking at it, is Spielberg just took the things about Indiana Jones that you like and then just decided to, like, add something to it, and it didn't work most of the time. So, like... If you liked this, yeah. you like this. Yeah, and so the, like, no, the main scene where I'm like, this is like, okay, yeah, I found myself liking this, and then and then it just went in, like, a yes and situation, to, to use an improv term. <laughs> <laughs> but the the scene where they're, like, driving on in the Jeeps, like, through the jungle, and then, like, Indy's trying to get Ox back and get the skull, and Mutt and Cape Blanchett are, like, sword fighting, and Marion's driving, and, like... It's a very cool set piece. Like, very cool. It's like, okay, yeah, the sword fighting's a little goofy, but, like, that's cool. Like, that's badass, whatever. But then the second he gets, like, caught up into the vines and, like, it's the monkeys, it's like, no, that's too much. That is not, that's not Indiana Jones. This is too, like, too much. That's doing too much. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, like, the sword fight was cool, but then it gets to the point where the cars are moving away from each other and his legs are split cartoonishly yeah. and then all the plants keep, like, hitting him in the balls. And I'm yeah. just like... No, it's too, much. it's too much. Dial it back. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's like somebody, like, decided to let him just do whatever he wanted, which is, like, fine. It's Spielberg. He's allowed to do whatever he wanted, but it didn't match the kind of, like, tone of the other ones, where it's like, yeah, sometimes there'd be, like, a physical gag or, like, a blunder, but then it would go back to just, like, exciting action, and this was, like, like, screwball comedy excessively intermixed with, like, cool action, which I wasn't yeah. down for. No, it was a little much. How did you feel about the the fridge at the beginning? The nuke, the, like, hide in the fridge thing? Um, I questioned the science behind it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. That was, like, a big... I'll accept it. It was a... I feel like it's still a big, like, oh my god, he would have died if that happened. Like, blah, blah, blah. You couldn't actually do that. That's so dumb. That was, like, a huge, like, you know, sticking point. But I was, like, I feel like it was just... I thought... I thought that... I think the beginning sequence is really cool. 
I like that yeah. all that imagery and I like I mean obviously Agreed. Spielberg is, has like a hard on for like the nuclear family and like the 50s and nostalgia and everything yeah. but I think it works in this instance yeah I feel like it was the the payoff of like the set design and like the feeling of dread when you're like oh shit this is a nuclear site um like the payoff of that was worth the kind of okay maybe the fridge wouldn't really save him my opinion yeah. on that was like it's Indiana Jones I'll allow it yeah like, I mean that's he not what goes I'm gonna... oh oh this is the other thing they, speaking of this is Indiana Jones and, like, you just let it go, remember in Temple of Doom when they jump out of the plane in the raft and then they, like, go over a cliff again? Yeah. That yeah. they do that in this movie, but, like, four times. Yeah. They go over, like, three humongous waterfalls in, like, a car and they would not survive. Like, that is, again, too much. Like, once, okay. They all fall out of it and then what if it they crushed are one on of them? land and their hair's dry. Yeah. So, so pretty that that bo- yeah a lo- yeah a lot of it is just like good 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 no big no big mistake this is annoying like <laughs> another thing that kind of got to me a little bit um was I liked the fact that it was in the 50s I liked all the period elements but I was sort of annoyed at them kind of like trying to shove like 50s teen culture into random scenes where it didn't need to belong as much like opening with the the drag racing yeah i don't know what purpose that served but then also later when there's like a random brawl between the greasers and the socias and you're just like what's happening like when did this happen you're just at like a diner you know having your malteds and then they get into a fist fight and it's like yeah it becomes like grease for two for like 10 minutes and i'm like what speaking of which yeah did you watch riverdale this week I didn't. I need to catch up. Oh, I'm behind. You need, you, like, you're gonna, it was, I was yelling in my apartment. It is so ridiculous. I was like, this isn't how a town works. Like, this isn't what, this isn't how life works. Like, just like, no spoilers. There may or may not be a drag race, but, um, oh like, in cars. So, I feel like that should be the slogan of the CW. Like, this isn't how towns work. This isn't how life works, because that's just the CW just in a nutshell. So, so many twists and turns. They called Jughead like the serpent prince at one point, which I'm into. <laughs> yeah. Just get. Oh, man. I'm oh, do it. I need to catch up. Okay. Perfect segue. Serpents. When they threw. Okay. That, this is actually one instance where I, I laughed in spite of myself because I remember when I saw it the first time when they're in the like quicksand and he has to get a snake to like pull him out as a rope. As a rope. Yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time. I was, like, very annoyed by that. Because I was like, oh, God. Like, we get it. He's afraid of snakes. Like, blah, blah, blah. But this time I found myself, like, it's kind of funny. It's a funny scene. Just, like... I mean, the imagery of them tugging on this, like, rubber snake. Yeah, yeah. Just... And just, like... I, I think Harrison Ford's really funny there. I think he, he sells it well. Like, he, like, really doesn't want to touch the snake. <laughs> Don't call it a snake. Call it a rope. <laughs> yeah. it's But it's just funny that this movie has to take, like minutes out of it to address Indy's, like, debilitating fear of snakes. Like, he was gonna die in that pit of sand. <laughs> because he didn't want to He's touch like, maybe snake. there's a bottom. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, like, that, that, I, I felt like, that didn't annoy me as much this time. I felt like Harrison Ford, in general, I liked the levels that he had in this movie, where it wasn't all, like, 75-year-old grump. Like, I'm, you know, I'm just, oh, I'm mad about everything. Like, you know, yeah. there was, there were, like, some more stuff going he on was, there. He was, when he just... started calling Mutt son, like, all the time, like, on purpose to make him mad, 
You're going back to school. Uh, yeah, all the stuff with yeah. Marion. Okay, I like I yeah. love all the stuff with Marion. It's fine. I know it's like uh, that. That's what they're. That's what they want. They want to pull at your like heartstrings. But I think they sell it pretty well. She's just so adorable, and I just love when she she like does something right, and then she just has like this little proud smile on her face. She's just she's she's lovely. Yeah, and. I don't hate Shia LaBeouf in this I movie. I don't either. I wanted to, and I expected to, but I was like, yeah, okay, this works. No. Like, I'm fine yeah, with this. Yeah, he was pretty good. I was like, I mean, I don't think I hated him, because I guess this when this came out, it was like peak Shia, because he was like in Transformers, yeah. and he was everywhere, and he was like new Hollywood, heartthrob, like whatever. Um, my best friend, Alexa, made me see the first Transformers, and I have never seen another one since. <laughs> so. I saw the first two and only under duress like I hated it yeah not ideal um but um, yeah he's I think he does a good job I think he does a good job of being like oh you're not my dad and like I'm a cool guy but I'm worried about my mom and like <sighs> then at one point he calls Indy daddio and I <laughs> like want to murder everything yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no 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 um, there's, I, I don't know if it's maybe just I don't know what it is, but there were times in this movie where it seemed like Harrison Ford is, like, older than he seemed in The Force Awakens. Hmm. You know what I mean? I guess maybe this is just such uh, an action role, whereas that isn't. Yeah. That it probably just showed a little bit more, because he really is, like, rolling around and getting punched and falling out of things. Yeah. And Yeah. That, it's yeah. probably that. And maybe because it was yeah. just, like, I feel like there was such a gap in, like, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it just seemed like he was, just seemed older here, but probably and they probably, they like played that up more. Like, I feel like they didn't play it up in The Force Awakens and he was like 75 or 80 or however old he is in this movie. They were like, oh, you're an old man now. <laughs> Indie, How but, old are you? 80? But and old. Then... <laughs> yeah. He just gets so sad. Um, I really like when Child of Buff was like riding next to the train on the motorcycle. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, that um, was good. I really like the shadowing in the movie. That like Spielberg just loves to do that that indie like silhouette, but I also love it. I'm mm-hmm. always like, oh, that's really nice. That looks real good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I liked the little. I liked the jousting bit. Like, I liked when Marion was giving him like yeah. dancing tips, and he's just like, okay, we're not like it's, it's not, not a match. it's not a like, match. <laughs> calm down. Yeah, yeah. I thought their all of their like dynamics were really, really fun. Like her, like Marion and Mutt's dynamic, and India Mutt, and then India Marion, obviously. Oh, the, remember right? I texted you yesterday and I said there were parts of this movie I fucking hate, but I like teared up a little bit at one moment. Yeah, uh, it was the yeah. part where they were like in the truck, or I feel like it was also kind of weird that they just kept like action would happen and they were like oh gotta go return the skull or whatever and then Indy and Marion would just be like talking about their past like very briefly and then go back to like the main conversation. <laughs> Uh, but she, when she was like, "Oh yeah, there, like there must have been plenty of women for you over the years," and he was like, oh, "Yeah, but they all had the same problem. They weren't you." I was like, "Oh, oh, they love each yeah. other." And Mutt's just so—he's not like, and in that moment, he's just like looking at her, and he—I she, don't know—he just can't handle the fact that she's affected by what he just said. He's yeah, like, come on, yeah, no, and that, and that he like Mutt's like like. Well, who he thought was his dad? Like he, Indy was like, I introduced you. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> that was funny. I like when uh, Mutt tried to stop them from kissing a bunch of times. I think that's a good trope. Here, hold this. Yeah, skeleton. <laughs> it's just it's a, like there yeah. are fun moments about it, but then they're like, I don't fucking care. Like, okay, 
I know you wrote down a waste of uh, John Hurt. Yeah. 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 I don't care. What is he doing the here? The least, like, dynamic or, I guess, like, empathetic side Indiana Jones character in the franchise history. Like, I don't care about him at all. No. No. It just it was... It's just, like, uh, dead weight yeah. that the storyline's carrying around that I, I just don't care for. Yeah, and the movie, like, I feel like it. I would have... I, I just hated when it all turned to aliens and, like, mind control, and um, I just thought it would have been better if they had this, like, mysterious situation with, like, an ancient civilization that they're archaeologists and they have all this knowledge and, like, what is this? And didn't explain anything and just kind of like left it at that and didn't need it to be transcendental beings that yeah were stuck yes. in Peru. <laughs> yeah. And also my the alien like the alien heads and like the alien bodies are like kind of scary. <laughs> they, they are like, and like, they're simultaneously scary and then just completely hack. And then dumb and like, like so CGI, like so gross and yeah. weird. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't like that either. Um, we didn't. Kate Blanchett, I thought, did, does a good job. I think she like hams it up, and I wish she kind of would have handed up more in Thor. Um, yeah, I thought she was good, but this is like, oh my gosh, Kate Blanchett, she's the villain yeah, she, of Indiana Jones. It's, for, it's like female villain, although they have already technically had one. So, mm-hmm. TBT Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's very um. So she definitely chews the scenery a lot. Yeah. In this, especially at the end. Where it's just like she wants. I want to know. She wants everything. to know it all, and it's just like, oh yeah, that's how yeah, they get you. It's a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I I think yeah. that, but I feel like most of the Indiana Jones villains are like excessive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, and I mean it's 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 fine. Like it <laughs> goes along with the. I think it like fits. you know story, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just so silly because of the alien magic element of it not necessarily her performance just the yeah just that she the general situation surrounding it at the end it's also like i don't understand why they need indie for like any like it's it's just such a thin thread of like well you used to know this guy so like you can help us you know what i mean is is kate blanchett in this supposed to be like a mind reader at the beginning because she like tries to read indiana jones's mind and she's like oh you're you're hard to read. Th- and then she's like, okay, we'll do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, and I think she, like... Ha- I don't know what the implication... I, don't know. I think that she's supposed to be kind of, like, a sciency like, officer or whatever person. So she might have, like, knowledge of mind control and stuff. I don't... It's but so it's, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Um, I enjoyed the lingering shot of the Ark of the Covenant because, like, hey, remember when that was a thing? Yeah, yeah. But there's, yeah, it does a lot of, like, wink. Like, remember? Remember this? Oh, hey, look, it's Brody. It's a statue of Brody. Look, his head just fell off. And Indy's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> everyone, and also, like, everyone's dead in this movie. Like, the picture of Sean Connery and when they're, like, when Indy and Mutter are arguing and he's like, your grandfather would be, like, laughing at us right now. Aw, yeah. Oh. Um... um. It's all good. I liked, this is a really random thing, but I know early in the movie, um, one of the military guys, and we're just like, it's Seth Cohen's dude. Yeah, Caleb. From the OC. Caleb Nichol. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing here, buddy? Yeah. For like two minutes and then you're gone. Also like pretty, pretty close after the, or like pretty soon after the OC. 
Yeah, yeah, this is him. Peak. <laughs> yep, peak Caleb Nichols. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's great. It's just a lot. It's just a lot of movie. It's, like, the end, the yeah. end, like, set piece going into the, like, alien temple and everything reminds me of the end of National Treasure 2, in that they're both dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they're both Agreed. just like geometric like are like weird it's it's not like booby traps it's like on purpose stuff and i don't know i just don't care for it yeah i this movie in general i feel like does so well at the beginning in the first hour hour and 15 minutes yeah. i'm 100 percent on board with right it. and then it just falls apart <laughs> at some point <laughs> think when they get to a little bit after they get to peru i'm just like i'm just like happening? i'm out yeah yeah which is a shame but they'll get a chance another chance with the next one oh, yeah you know fingers crossed i should just you know try try kathleen.kennedy at lucasfilm.com and be like hey i love indiana jones let let me make this movie <laughs> <laughs> i will make you such a good movie i will um, um It'll not, it won't be, it, like, I don't know, but I don't know what they're going to do now. Because they've been like, well, Shy is not going to be in it. But then it's so, like. So, but, like, that's the point, <laughs> is that he was going to take over, kind yeah. of. Yeah, and now they have, like, cast him out. And I listened to um, another podcast, my favorite podcast, Blank Check with Griffin and David. And they did a miniseries on Spielberg, the DreamWorks here. So they talk about this movie in it, and they, like, go into the whole history of, like, like, Shia talking shit about Spielberg and Spielberg talking shit about Shia and Harrison Ford talking shit about Shia and it's just like all bad stuff. Oh wow. Okay. Um, you should listen to so, it. So like it's definitely a no. But yeah it's gonna be um, probably a hard no. Well what they do then is that they they make it you know the character like 30 and they just recast. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or be like you know maybe Indy had a one night stand with some other lady and then, then he has like a daughter that he didn't know about. And yeah, it is believable because he's like a little bit of a little bit of a hoe, <laughs> in the nicest way. But judges all of his women friends. Yep. For being. Oh yeah. Yep. Yes, he is the biggest slut shamer of them all. He does not like fast women. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, think I don't know. It, I'm I'm getting worried about this though. Like, what? When is this coming out? Like, is there going to be time for this to come out? Like, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I worry Harrison about Ford. it. I worry about that constantly. Every time I see Harrison like Ford's every day, name in any sort of media, I'm like, oh my god, is he dead? Did he crash his plane? Like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Talking about it before. Is this finally how it happened? Yeah, but no. It, like, he's not. I mean, he's obviously he likes he likes playing Indiana Jones, and he has already like signed on. It's also I in in that podcast they talk about how. George Lucas had to have like final say over the story because he's still such a big like in like I don't know if it's like rights wise or whatever creative control but he has to like okay the story so Mm, just imagine that George Lucas having weird taste in story material for a beloved character Mm, that doesn't seem right (laughs) that doesn't seem like a a thing that's happened yeah, ever. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I don't know. And if it's supposed to come out in twenty twenty, like they have to start shooting that relatively soon. And I don't even know yeah, if they have a I script or they have a story. Year. Like I don't know. Yeah. But it's great. I I mean I'll I'll see it. I'll be there opening night. I'll yep. rewatch all the Indiana Jones series. Your, your vanity fair. With my vanity fair. That's and I have a, I have an Indiana Jones hat now. I stole nice. it for my last job. 
Um, I mean, and by yeah. stole it, I mean they were just what were they going to do with it there? Oh, I just, took it without asking, with no intention of returning. But people knew that I was taking it. <laughs> so I think it was. All, I think it was ultimately fine. I think. I think it's fair. Yeah. But like when you go into a bank and rob it, like people also know that you're taking the money. <laughs> That's true. So. But anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, any other any lingering thoughts? I mean, just that I didn't hate this movie, and I'm like surprised. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if my taste is just, you know, a little wonky right now. Oh wait, I I love the wedding scene at the end. Spoiler. I loved the sheer to, amount to of no bow ties one. featured in the wedding scene. Yeah, like everybody had a bow tie. It's just like academic wedding. Academic wedding. I like that Marion. Like I like when they do the you may kiss the bride, but then it's like sh- like the the woman does the kissing. I think that's fun. Yeah, and she like throws yeah. the bouquet at the guy. <laughs> yeah, and Mutt's like, Ugh. all right, is this a kissing? Um, book? I like when he like the. <laughs> I don't actually like this because it's pretty cheesy, but it got to me a little oh, bit yeah. when, like, the fedora, yeah. and he, like, about to pick it up, but it's just like, no, not yet. Harrison Ford's still here. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's good. It's silly, yeah. but it's good. It leans into it. It leans into its cheesiness. Yeah, so yeah. See, yeah, I like that moment, too. I think that level is okay. Some of the other stuff in the movie where it was like, it's Indiana Jones. See? I didn't care for. Yeah. Yeah, no. Agreed. Um... Yeah, and I liked how it had the general, like, it still had the same feel of the old ones. It didn't feel modern. Yeah. So I, I like that they didn't update it so much that it was very obviously made in the 2000s. Right. It still felt, it still like, felt like, true like to the spirit like, of the 30s yeah. action adventure. Yeah, and I still, I mean, it's still Anita Jones. It's still Spielberg. I, I, it's well made. Like, even if it has problems, it's, like, nice to look at. Except for the ants. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the ants. The fucking fire ants. Fuck the ants. Why? Why? There are no ants on the planet Earth <laughs> that do that right? to a human. No. I don't accept it. It's garbage. Um, no. We didn't talk about the Russians, like, at oh, all. Oh, yeah, it's very, uh, very timely. <laughs> yeah, and I sort of, like, when Kate Blanchett was going into her whole speech about, like, um, we'll like we'll sneak in and like we'll turn you against each other and you won't even know it. Like we'll get inside your head and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Facebook fake news. Um. Yep, you won't even know it's happening. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll just be there. Yep. Will just be insidious elements changing your opinion on things. Yep, under false pretenses. Not it's uh, it's a little too <laughs> real and I. It makes me sad. But it's also, like, it's funny because I feel like when the movie came out, we were like, oh, God, like, we need to find a new villain besides the Russians. And now it's like... Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're uh, still probably very timely right up villain. there. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty... Yeah. I mean, it's a dumb <laughs> movie. Like, there's some... Like, I like the beginning and the very, very end. And the second back middle half of it is stupid. And yeah. over the top. And, like, not about... Indiana Jones. Like, I feel like in the... Obviously, Temple of Doom is the outlier here where it's not, like, a big piece of, like, like historical lore or, like, whatever. But I think that they handled making it about some, like, weird supernatural religious treasure in a better way than they handled this weird supernatural, like, alien treasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you might disagree yeah, with no, me agreed. on that. Yeah, no, Okay, maybe, yeah. No, I think, I just think the incorporation of aliens in general. Yeah, because every, it's all just still, like so even far. if there is like human power or like weird goofy power, it's still like the humans are the villains. 
and it's the humans like in control and this is like or i mean whatever like god in control (laughs) but this is like no but what if aliens (laughs) Yeah, because it's like even the the supernatural elements, like they tie back to the original historical items, like the powers, supposed powers of like the Ark of the Covenant and just like all the other stuff. Holy Grail. checks. Which is like... Yeah, the Holy Grail, exactly. It's also hard to top those things. So I get the instinct to be like, well, we never thought about like aliens and like, well, the 50s, it was like men from Mars and like, I get get what they wanted to do and I get where they thought they were going to go. But I thought it was poorly executed the way they ended up handling it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think if they were going to do aliens, they needed to do something a little bit more interesting with them. Yeah. But then they still were like, well, it needs to be a Nata Jones. So it needs to be this, like, ancient thing. And it needs to be archaeology in some way and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, American family. <laughs> it has to be everything. Yeah. It has to be, it had to be, like, too much to carry, I think, the alien stuff. Yeah. I just think aliens have no place in an Indiana Jones film. Like... <laughs> If you're trying to, you know, like, bring up nostalgia for, like, the 1930s action-adventure films that are about, like, King Tut and, like, Egypt and, you know, archaeology, and and then you try to cross-cut that with, like, a 1950s science fiction film about, like, the Red Scare and nuclear power and aliens, it, the things don't necessarily mesh very well. Right. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's, that's a dumb... It's not a great name. No. I get... Yeah. I mean, Raider, it's a little it clunky. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's a fucking baller name. Even Temple of Doom yeah. is like, ooh. Ooh, it's dark. It's scary. What does that yeah, mean? Doom. And then, I mean, it's also stupid because they literally ride off into the sunset at the end of Last Crusade. Yeah. And now it's like, but but we're back. But but actually, but actually we're back. And yeah, I am kind of worried about the next one because, I mean, Kathy's pretty busy with another franchise, so I'm not sure how much time is going to be devoted to. <laughs> Good yeah, old I mean, indie. I guess if they want to do this, they just, they need to know that the clock is ticking a little bit. It's, yeah. As, as upsetting as that is, yep. it's like, you have a limited amount of time to make this with your, you know, iconic actor in the lead role. Yep. He is an so. old man. He actually is like old, old now, and he's seventy-five. Okay, maybe not that old, but still, he's, like, but he, how, how you can't expect an eighty-year-old man to to play Indiana Jones, like to if if you want him to have any like action element to the role, yeah, it's going to be hard for him. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue that it's probably hard for him now, but. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you wanted to make one that has, you know, a young character doing all of the heavy lifting, but then that's not as much fun, then it's just kind of sad. It's like, you know, like Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin going on a solo tour, and he's just like, oh, okay, we'll go see this old guy. Um, It's just, you know, it's like a little sad to watch them in decline. It's not what you want to go to the movie to see when you're seeing Indiana Jones. Yeah, you don't want to go to the movies to see people who you, like, idolize as heroes be, like, old and crotchety and bad at their jobs and, like, incapable. But you want to yeah. see the continuation somehow, so you have to, like, illustrate that. Or just yeah, end it. I think or unless... there just needs to be no more Indiana Jones, and that, that's fine because they're wonderful movies yeah. and they brought people joy and they are kind of timeless. And, yeah, that's all we need. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think unless you want your story to be about this former hero grappling with the fact that he 
is going to die someday and is, you know, his body's failing him. He can't do the things that he used to do. But that's really depressing, and that's not Indiana Jones. No, so he is a fighter. It's like, you can't do both. Yeah, and he will, like, just be there till the end. Like, he's not going to go quietly. And I guess same with Harrison Ford, hopefully. But... Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I really hope nothing comes out before this gets um, launched. Me too. Um, no, no, it's fine. He's going to be fine. He's fine. He just, like, smokes weed all the time with Callista. And yeah. they're happy. There we go. And he was in Blade Runner, so, like, he, he can do stuff. He, Aww, he punched Ryan Gosling in the face, which was great. He did. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. so I feel like that's probably everything. Everything that we've got about this. Yeah, this might be the shortest Indiana Jones episode that we have. Yeah, well, we didn't really go through, like, a play-by-play breakdown. We just did sort of, like, the greatest and least greatest hits. That's fine. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's, appropriate. It's, it's hard. It is, like, hard to follow at times. <laughs> like, the other ones are very, like, we start at this place, and then we go to this place, and then we go to this place, and then we meet this person, and then they're this, and then it's very, like, clearly laid out. Now it's yeah. like, well, we start here, and then we go there, and then we go here, and we kind of go here, and then, but it also is this guy, like, yeah. But then we but don't. But then we don't, and then we just stay here, and then we go through a waterfall. <laughs> Like, I still don't understand what was happening with John Hurt's journey in this, where he's just like, he went here, but then he couldn't find this, so he brought it back here, and he's in jail. Yeah. And I don't, what's happening? I don't know. I'm not about it. No, it's too, too much. It's too much, man. But I, it's <sighs> Indiana Jones, and you know, I'll probably watch it again, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so we're probably good there. Yeah. And next time. We are going to be doing a fun little um, compare and contrast of the two Parent Trap movies. Yes, I'm excited. Um, we didn't talk about this, but we're not, I don't think, we weren't planning on doing anything with, like, the sequels, right? Because they're trash. I didn't even know there were sequels. There's sequels to the original one. There's, like, Parent Trap 2, where it's just, like, two friends who try to, like, get their parents together, but mm, that's not, mm, like, mm-hmm. what it's about. No. So. Uh, nope. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. They're gonna, yep, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I love both versions, so I'm excited to talk about I them. I love the Lindsay Lohan version. I've never seen the old version, so I'm excited to see it for the first time. All right. Okay, so that just about does it. Until then, yeah, uh, until then, like, subscribe. Tell your friends. All that fun stuff. Um, um, rewatch the Star Wars movies, probably. Rewatch uh, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal rewatch Skull. Rewatch Crystal Skull, because rewatch Indiana Jones, because they're wonderful. And, um... I enjoyed this journey. Me too. I'm glad. I'm glad you finally saw them all. Them. Cross them off your list. Yeah, me too. I'm like, all right, job done. Did that. <laughs> yeah. I can die now. <laughs> yep. So Harrison Ford cannot. Just gonna say that on the podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Ford will live forever. Please never die because he did a uh, drink from the Holy Grail. So yeah, exactly. So he's technically he, like Scully is immortal. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. Uh, okay, okay, that's we. So, well, we should end it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll just stop it there. Um, see you next time for the Parent Trap slash the Parent Trap. <laughs> Woohoo! Bye. Yep, the Parent Double Double Trapped Edition. Bye.